The following podcast is sponsored by StructureTech. If you've been curious about turning your home into a smart home, but have felt overwhelmed with the amount of solutions out there, or don't even know where to begin, let's dive in. Welcome everybody to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. I'm your host, Bill Ulrich, alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman. As always, we're here talking houses, and we thought today we would run through some of the new techie gizmos that you can add on to your less technical house. Like everybody knows, I've if you've heard this conversation, I live in an old house, 1941 house. It, I mean, it barely had wiring when built this thing. Wiring was hardly a thing. But I watch TV and I see things like, oh, make your house a smart house and dim your lights and open your doors. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening here. But apparently <laughs> now with Wi-Fi technology and, and other sorts of things, we can do that. So I thought we'd have a conversation about all the things that as home inspectors, you run across these techie gizmos all the time. And so, Ruben, what's the one thing that you like most that's in the marketplace now that if you didn't have it in your house, you'd certainly put it in your house. You know, that's a tough one, Bill. I've got a lot of them. I keep adding on more and more smart home stuff. One of them, this was just a friend of mine who told me he's in love with these cameras. And it's it's kind of like the ring doorbell. You guys, everybody's seen the ring. Well, Larry, our, the studio we're at here for uh, City Sites Podcast Network, he's got the ring doorbell right on the front door when we walk up. I swear half my neighbors have that. But th- there's another version of that and it's, it's not exactly the same thing but it's just security cameras it's battery powered security cameras that store everything in the cloud we got the arlo system i got it at costco i don't remember how much it was but it was a three pack of cameras you can put them anywhere you want the batteries last like i don't know a couple months what kind of batteries lithium ion it's proprietary. They're batteries that are made. It's about half the camera is a battery that pops out. <laughs> it's long lasting battery. And you put the camera wherever you want. And then it records and it, it's set to record on motion. It's got awesome night vision. I've got one on my front door. I don't know where the other two are. <laughs> I I don't think I'm making the best use of them right now. And this is to catch like criminals up in Maple Grove or like raccoons running through your yard. You know what? I'll tell you the most recent thing that we used it on. We went to carve pumpkins last Saturday night. We had some family over. We're going to carve pumpkins. We're all set to go. I go out on my front stoop to grab them and they're gone. And I'm like, where are the pumpkins? Yeah, I had four pumpkins sitting out on my front stoop and they're gone. I'm like, somebody (laughs) stole our pumpkins. Oh my gosh. You know, not like any going to report it to the police but then yeah. we just went huh and then we pulled it up on my wife's phone i mean you can pull it up on your phone app on the computer or whatever and sure enough we go back like one week and you know it's it's real easy to find stuff because it says the date stamp and it shows you a quick little clip and there's not a lot of activity in front of my house at midnight there's like one recording in the last week oh mm-hmm. what's this at 12 31 a.m on it a only sunday morning when there's activity then that's right okay that's right, right. it only records motion and sure enough three punk kids running up to my front door took all four of the pumpkins <laughs> and but what made me mad though they took my kid's scooter oh we no. had a scooter sitting on the front scooter step casually and oh. my kids have been looking all over for that oh, thing no. in the last week they're like i don't know where it went and, you know <laughs> 
of course, you know, it's it's natural consequences. Oh this is what will happen if you leave your scooter out. Yeah. But, I mean, this was just like, my kids are vigilant about this now. And they replayed this video over and over and over again. I mean, it's just ingrained in their minds. Like, don't mess around. Well, yeah. And make sure you shut it off for Halloween, too. Because you're going to have a <laughs> lot of action. Oh, well, that'd be, yeah, that would get really old really quickly. So this is stored in the cloud. It's stored in the cloud. Is there is there sound that gets captured yeah, with it? perfect okay. sound. All right. We could hear these kids laughing when they're taking the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Nothing else. Wow. So you, you, there's no, like, open your door or anything like that associated with it. No. It's not smart in that manner. Okay. No, no, okay. It's just motion. And you can set it up where it gives you alerts on your phone. Like, it'll tell you instantly. You can log in remotely. Like, I pull it up on my phone mm-hmm. right now, and I can show you guys what's going on right outside my house. I mean, it's like live monitoring anywhere you are. Super cool. Again, this one's made by Arlo. But there's a bunch of them out there. Just the video monitoring systems, where they've come to is amazing. And oh, one of my favorite ones, Melind was doing an inspection. <laughs> Somebody had put one of those cameras on the furnace and put it on top of a stack of cardboard boxes in the utility room. To watch us? Inspect? Just to watch us. I mean, it's like, don't tell me you actually put the camera there because oh you want to monitor your furnace. You're spying on us. And this <laughs> is just straight up spying. Oh, you know you can spy on people, but you can't record them. Is that so? I, I thought that's what the rule was, that if really? you were going to watch somebody in your house and use it against them, you can't record what they're saying. because I don't know anything about it. I don't it. know about that either. Because no. in our line of work, in theory, somebody could set some cameras up and they might listen in on conversation and maybe use it to their advantage in a negotiation or something like that. I don't know about you guys, but every time I'm in a house, from the minute I show up to the minute I leave, I assume everything I'm doing is being recorded. Well, I just assume that yeah. and kind of helps make sure that everything I'm doing is on the up and up. Well, and from a home yep. inspector perspective, there's nothing that we should even say that would violate the trust of anybody. At our core, we're fact finders. Mm-hmm. We are there to see what we can see on the day of the inspection. And it's like personalities. You know, you met your wife and got married and you love her and some other person might meet your wife and think she's a wonderful person but doesn't want her. I mean, it's how Houses and behavior and personalities, they just are what they are, right? It's yeah. not good or bad. We're just there to find it. So we don't need to, to be saying things that are derogatory of this, that, or the other. The, I like the Anna and house metaphor. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad you, you followed along. You love your wife, but no one else wants to marry that's, her. That's yeah. not what I said. I, I said uh, they might not see the same. All right. <laughs> just giving you a hard time. She'll appreciate that. Okay, so that's the Arlo system. And I'm sure there's 15 other manufacturers that do something similar to that. When we come back, we're going to talk about a new smart technology that opens garage doors. Tessa's shaking her head yes. And I have not heard anything about that. So we'll dig into that when we get back. You've been listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. Hi, everyone. Bill Ulrich from Structure Talk. We talk a lot about maintenance on the podcast. If you're like me, I'd rather be doing anything other than maintaining my house. Problem is, my neglectful nature can bring unexpected surprises. So what's a fantasy football fan like me to do? Punt! That's why I recommend Kira Home Maintenance. They actually like home maintenance, and they're happy to do it for you. For a couple dollars a day, they'll keep your home on track. They free you up to enjoy your weekends. Check them out at curahome.com. That's K-U-R-A home.com. Got to get back to the game. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bill Ulrich, alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman, and you're listening to Structure Talk. So before the break, Tessa, we were we were talking about a new technology where you can open a garage door. So do tell. Yeah, well, I think there's a, a smart garage door opener that has an app, and you can control the garage door from your phone. You can open it. You can close it. You can see if it's open. And I thought about that. I'm like, man, my dad really needs one of those. <laughs> a while ago when he was, when they were living in Iowa, he would head to work, and he said like a couple times a week he'd have to drive back home to make sure he closed the garage door because he couldn't remember if he actually shut the door or not. Stuff like that, you know, the technology is, is awesome because you can make sure that you closed it and if you didn't, close it from anywhere. We have lost so many things out of our garage <laughs> because <laughs> we hit the garage door button, think it goes down and you're like, eh, go in the house, come out the next morning you're like, it's where's been my open lawnmower? All night. <laughs> I know it was here when I left. Oh, no. But now it's, it's happened a few times. Yeah. But my wife, she lets her car run in the wintertime to warm up and mm-hmm. all the f- windows get frosted over. So I can't see if the garage door is open. So, oh, no. uh, yeah. And, you know, it's cold out or lazy. But anyway, I want that device. <laughs> Whatever. I like the camera. I like knowing yeah. the doors down. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know much about it. Ruben, do you, have you seen those? I, mean, I do you know how much they cost? I think all of the garage door opener manufacturers make this now. Okay. You buy yeah. the high end, whether it's Chamberlain, yeah. Genie, whoever. And they the have that option. The all have an app where you can do this. Mm-hmm. Is the camera mounted right on the opener itself then? No, I don't it's think, not, this I don't is think a there's camera. a camera. It just it's, connects to the opener. Right. It just knows if, if it's open or closed. I don't know. I don't it's know how Wi-Fi it does It's a Wi-Fi powered opener. We might be geeks, but we don't know everything about this stuff, Bill. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> I thought <laughs> you did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, we're just uh, we're just riffing on stuff we've seen before. Yeah, That's about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, Ruben, I need you to talk about this electricity monitoring device thing. Yes. Oh, man, the yes. Sense Home Energy Monitor. That's what you're talking about. I tested one. Well, I didn't test it. I, I installed it because I heard about this from another inspector in our company, Joe, who put one in his house. So I, I got one for my house. And it's basically, it, it installs inside of your main electrical panel and it monitors everything everything that happens and it starts to identify everything that's running. I mean, the first week that you put it in, all it does is really show you your electricity usage. I mean, that alone is super cool. It's like you shut off a light in this room and you'll see the the energy bar and it goes boop and it drops down a little bit. And it constantly shows you everything that you're using. So every time you turn on something, it goes up, you turn something off, it goes down. You can constantly monitor Hmm. your usage. But what's really cool is that it starts to identify the unique electrical signals given out by everything in your home. Your garage door opener is one of the first things it recognizes because it's a big motor that operates Hmm. something instantly and it's a very short period of time that it operates for. So it it recognizes your garage door opener within the first couple of days and it says, Sense found a new device. It tells you this on your phone. Sure. And then it keeps identifying more and more devices. And with this, you can start programming smart alerts. Like I set mine to alert me every time my garage door opener opens. Now I don't have that alert going on anymore because it got obnoxious. But I mean, I can be sitting here and I know when my wife gets home because I get an alert that says your garage door just opened. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it, it'll do all <laughs> of this much. stuff and it's just one little device and it's not a monthly fee that you're paying. It's a one-time purchase. You're done. Why do you want to know when your wife gets home? No, this was just an example. <laughs> oh. I really don't care. He's got like cameras. Said, he's got monitors. He's got everything going on in his Kids, put the candy away. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you think you think I'm paranoid? Oh, you know what I did though? You know what else it'll do? It no, recognized I'm... the television, the basement TV. That's where my son's got his Xbox set up. And you can get these other little devices that plug in. I, th- I think they're called Casa devices. C A S A, like home. K K A S A. Oh. It's it's supposed to sound that way. Gotcha. But it's like just a little plug, and you plug something else into it. It's just a little box that bypasses your plug. And so you plug your device into this, into the wall, and it monitors when that device is being used. But it also has an on-off switch built in. These things go for like 10 bucks now. So if you have an Alexa at your house or a Google Home, and I know you guys both have those, you can just say, Alexa, turn on the bedroom light. And then as long as mm-hmm. you have a lamp plugged into this, it clicks it on. So that's how I can get around this, my house being completely dumb and not being able to get this smart technology. I have to add these little boxes on. Yeah. Is it in every single room or is it one box? One box per device. Per device. Yeah. So a light is a device. That's right. Okay. All right. Very good. It doesn't control the circuit, just that switch or just that outlet. Exactly. Just that switch. Okay. So what's the name of that monitoring device? Because I'm getting it from my dad. Because I've heard my whole life, (laughs) turn the lights off. You're wasting electricity. And I'm going to be like, it's a milliamp. It didn't even affect your bill. Yes. And I'm going to use this against him. Yeah. It's it's called the Sense Home Energy Monitor. Okay. Mm S-E-N-S-E. I think they go for around $300. I mean, it's, it's it's a big initial investment Mm -hmm. but the whole idea is i mean you guys have surely heard when you pay attention to something when you monitor the statistics those numbers go down sure and the whole idea is when you're starting to pay attention to what your energy Mm -hmm. usage is you start modifying your behavior so the installation side of it is it a diy type of thing or do i have to hire an electrician to put it in borderline you know it's pretty simple as long as you're comfortable installing a circuit breaker in your electrical panel it'd be diy if that just sounds crazy and you're not opening the cover on your panel please hire an electrician okay where does it live inside the box it, it outside lives, of it? it lives right inside the electrical panel it's got these little clamps that go over the main feeds coming in you know i was just thinking i had a, an agent who recently was contacting me she had questions there was apparently some weird electrical usage at the house and they couldn't figure out what it was and what was costing all this money. Oh, this this would be perfect. I narrowed down everything at my house, (laughs) going around shutting off device by device by device. And Mm. it's basically called a phantom load, what you're talking about. And I mean, you've got so many stories on their website talking about how people have solved like failing motor on their furnace fan that Mm. was constantly drawing like 500 watts, things like that. This will track all that stuff down. Okay, I'm going to let you dig into more of those. I think that's fascinating. I mean, that device alone could save a lot of money. This country, imagine how much electricity we could save. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent again. You're listening to Structure Talk. I'm your host, Bill Ulrich, alongside home inspector extraordinaire Ruben Saltzman and building science guru Tessa Murray. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Ruben Saltzman here with the Structure Talk podcast. We talk a lot about education on our podcast because this is one of our core values here at StructureTech. To prove how important this is to us, we actually teach free continuing education classes to real estate agents all over the Twin Cities. We've been doing this for years, and we have classes ranging from one to four hours in length. These classes are taught by both me and Tessa, And if you're interested in having us come out to teach at your office, all you need to do is visit our website, click on the education tab, and you can see instructions on how to get us out to your office. And you can also see a calendar of upcoming events. 
If you're interested in having us come out, please visit our website at structuretech1.com. Welcome back to Structure Talk. I'm Bill Ulrich alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman. And before we had gone to the break, we were talking about electricity usage. So what does it cost to run a 60-watt light bulb? Man, it's not what you think it is. I used to freak out at my kids, you know, like, hey, guys, quit leaving the light on. We're going to go to the poorhouse, all that <laughs> stuff. Well, I was I was looking into this for a blog post that I'm doing for air conditioner crankcase heaters. And those use about the same amount of electricity as a 70-watt light bulb. About 70 watts is what they use. So it ends up being a little less than one cent per hour. Wow. And we're so talking about... one 60-watt light bulb. Well, yeah. 70 is, watt is what, what about I incandescent versus CFL versus LED? Oh, LEDs are way less, like a fraction of that. So you could have an LED light bulb on for, I don't know, maybe four to six hours, and that'll cost you about a penny. Nerd alert. Why are you <laughs> writing about crankcase something or another in an air conditioning condenser? That's a great question, Bill. I'll tell you, <laughs> we did a podcast here not too long ago on fall maintenance. And I, I had somebody come back on one of these and said, you know, great podcast, love it. But one thing I got to disagree with you on, you said for AC maintenance, you don't need to do anything. Well, I disagree with you, Ruben. You need to shut off the air conditioner circuit because those air conditioners have a crankcase heater and it's going to be running all winter long and it's going to run up your electric bill. You don't want to have that. So it's important to tell people, shut off your air conditioner during the fall. And I kind of went, well, I, that's an interesting point because I know air conditioners do have these, but is it all of them that have them? Or just the and old ones? Yeah. And, and if they do have it, what does it really cost you? How much electricity is this? So hmm. I was digging into what it really costs. Interesting. And then n now, I mean, Tessa, you saw my post. Yeah. We've got an internal yeah. company Facebook page for kind of just group discussions here at Structure Tech. And I had asked all of my inspectors as you're going around, look in every air conditioner that you can and get photos of a crankcase heater for me. I want to know how many of you can find a crankcase heater. And I think Dustin found one hmm. in the last week. Okay. That's it. Yeah. No There's one has posted any There's not a lot of crankcase heaters yeah. out there. Yeah. So this is why I was digging into it. Hmm. You'll have to, have to wait to see the blog post to get okay. my final answer on this one yet. But that's why I was digging into it. Sometimes the more I learn, the less comfortable I felt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I rewind <laughs> just call cura bill it's okay I'm yes thank you you let me off the hook again yeah. okay what else are you thinking tessa do you have anything you got garage doors well i've seen a lot of those locks too that you know people can control also from an app where they can lock and unlock doors okay my house again i have to like lean on my door to get it to latch <laughs> so and i was gonna actually replace the door three thousand five hundred dollars and i said oh my gosh i think we're okay <laughs> and and full disclosure that was a contractor that was going to come in they were going to take out the old door they were going to put in a new door pull the permits you know totally above board everything mm -hmm. everything there was cool and i was shocked at the cost of a door so front door yeah, yeah. but anyway does does that new technology work with an old door well, yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, you just absolutely. replace the old lock with this new lock. And I mean, it might just be a matter of changing the location of your strike plate on your door, Bill. Is it that simple? Maybe. That's I don't it. know. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it work. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> There's a blog about that. So I didn't want to put any of those in because yeah. I just think what happens when the battery dies, what happens when this exactly. goes wrong, that goes wrong. Yeah. But now that they've been out for like, what, 15 years now? And Have they? I see, really? I think so. And I see more and more of them. Yeah. I just finally said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to try this out. And I put it on my front door and my garage door. And I'm just totally in love with it now. We never you don't need, need a key. You just are. yeah. And my my family knows the code. If someone's coming to my house, I give, give them, the, them code. the code. All my neighbors already know the code. Yeah. I don't care. I'll tell you it's what. Fine. Though. Well, you've got a camera on them. So yeah, you're yeah. watching. I know when you're you came watching. And I know when you left. I've yeah. had trouble though with some of them being able to during inspections. You know, they've they've got the the automatic locking doorknob and they've got the code and they give you the code and you you punch it in and you you hit enter and you you do all these things. You twist it, <laughs> like still won't unlock, or Those you can't get it to lock. You know, know get it to lock. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. They're all different. So, so what you guys are talking about is not that device that's physically attached to the door. It's an app-based smart device that is inside the wood or the metal and it's communicating that way correct or what do they look like physically because i'm just talking about it's basically a deadbolt with a keypad on it oh that's it Mm -hmm. okay but tessa what you're talking about the smart technology that's different right when you were opening garage doors you were using an app yeah okay well i they make i don't they make locks that just connect to an app too yeah they make those too i don't own one of those but you've got the keypad one where yeah so there's different versions of these smart locks one has a keypad you can just you know punch in the code and it unlocks and one you know you can get ones that connect to apps i just never thought they were going to work in my house so i really haven't you know explored the options very much yeah a lot of this new technology it doesn't need to be hardwired you know, it's all Wi-Fi. So well, that's what I was terrified. I mean, just look at all the cables that you know. see fixed to the outside of houses that are Ugh. coaxial or this that somebody thought yeah. was a good idea. And now you look at it and it's, that's ugly. And then they cut it. Yeah. And it old People die trumping the city through your are, attic yeah. insulation and destroying it. All right. So is there anything else you want to cover here before we kind of get into the end of this? The way I see it, the, the thing that's kind of at the hub that's in the middle of all of this is a, an Alexa device or a Google Home device like some type of smart device that you talk to that starts controlling everything else that's kind of the hub so i'd say if you want to start getting a smart home start with that and it's not expensive you can get those Mm. echo dots for like 30 bucks today that's a good way to start it out. I'm Are so old-fashioned. I don't I don't have any of those. And I don't really want one either. <laughs> Who's in charge of all this data and all this information? Big brother. <laughs> Google. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. They're coming out with like smart appliances too, like a smart oven where you can be like preheat to 375 oven and it, you know, it does that. Yeah. We all need that. Super no. cool. I see no. no point in my life to have such know. flexibility. You've been listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. Until next time, thank you very much. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at StructureTechOne.com. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, Contact us at StructureTech1.com.